Hello, you're listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Guest. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is a discussion on podcast episode where we'll talk about the news that seems important to us, then dive into our community, answer some great questions from our community members, <laughs> because they have they have stepped up. We, we did give them a challenge to bring new questions, and so they did do that. So did they? I don't want to continue to, you know, delay answering questions, but we might get to it. We'll see. It's always based on how much we talk about the news bits, and... Yeah, all the news that should be important to you guys, that's important to us, that's important to you, that's important to us. Yeah. But anyways, how's it been? Going good. Good. Are you? are you ready for the season end? There, we have like eight shows dropped off already. Are you Are you getting caught up? I'm I'm decently caught up. Um, there's a couple of shows that I do want to catch up on, but I don't know if I'm going to get to them. I hope Dangers. I Dangers? Well, those that's that's not that far up. Far, far behind um i'm i'm meaning more of the ones that i have to like watch the entire season of like goddess terrace whatever the heck cafe thing yeah not um what was it what calling it for um, goddess dormitory goddess dormitory yeah called. i was like what what are you talking about apparently we're supposed to talk about that in our spoiler chat but no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much caught up i just um there's there's a few shows that i want to watch the whole thing of and that that's that's what 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 is scaring me at the moment i i i think i'm working on currently i'm working on the taco elf which i'm almost done with so that that i'll i'll be caught up on by the time that ends um but yeah i think goddess is the other one that i'm thinking of um it, but don't don't count me out I, I there's probably another one out there somewhere that i was planning on catching up on that i haven't gotten to yet yeah, I think the only one that's ended so far that I'm like, you have to watch is Dangerous. That that one was super good. So, oh, Dangerous, really like I said, Dangerous, Dangerous. I'm only behind on one episode on that one, so that one's fine. I I'm not even gonna bother with um, with uh, Insomniacs. I am. I yeah, want to say to, people are a little upset about that one. I mean, putting aside Cafe Terrence, I think a lot of people are upset about that one. <laughs> Like what? Why did you guys talk about Insomniacs? I'm like, I I got the impression Chris didn't watch it, so why would we do a spoiler discussion <laughs> of it? And they're like, Chris dropped it. What? I'm like, I don't know. Ask him, not me. I it, it it just it wasn't wasn't really kicking off as much as I wanted it to, and like like you had said, it it pretty much was projecting where it was going real mm. fast. I mean, when when you said what you were thinking, I was like, I was pretty much in the same boat. I, it, it was very obvious. Um, so yeah, I, it, it just, I'm not really in the mood for that right now, but I it mean, it might be misdirection though. We don't know. It might be. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you gotta deal with what you can deal with, with some of these she's subject cute. matters. I mean, oh, yeah, she's, she's cute. cute. I don't really want to see her do that. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if it's even in this season. Cause of course it's not really technically finished, but like I said, with my little speculation, I mean, if they, if they, did do it i mean it's not as if the story can't continue onwards but yeah it's um it's come to conclusion i don't know we might do a review next week it just depends on how much stuff is finished i told chris i was going to give him a list hopefully today that lists out what shows are finishing when and if we can kind of start parting it out and get started on that stuff so that we can be ready for the summer season which is like literally two weeks away <laughs> it's scary to think that the summer season's already coming cannot wait for it uh super exciting if you guys missed it we did a preview where we jumped through all the shows and i can't say that i'm like super thrilled about the new shows that are coming up but obviously the returning shows are 
massive hype, you know, like Mashoko. That might be a big, important one for us. I don't know. Could be. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, but yeah, with that said, let's let's jump in the news. I have quite a few things to run through and um, stuff I've done videos on before, but it's always good to have the podcast listeners get an update on stuff, including, Chris, we have Spice and Wolf news. Yeah? Are you ready for Spice and Wolf news? Um, According to your video, probably not. Oh, you spoiler. Yes, I... <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those that did not watch my video, because um, it's rare whenever Chris actually watches my videos and it makes oh, me smile. come on. I watch your videos <laughs> a lot more than you realize. Um, it needs like an auto playlist so you can listen to it in your ears. Yeah, that's not like a, happening. A because it'll, it, 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 otherwise, I end up with spoilers and I don't really care to have spoilers. Oh, yeah, like automatically run into a show yeah. that you're not watching. <laughs> Chris, yeah, because I'm pretty much it's doing like, a video like on the day. It's like Dangers of My Heart. I, I will watch. I I will watch your Oceanoko, and I will watch your Dangers in My Heart after I watch Just the episode not on the day of, <laughs> literally the morning of. Um, but no, Spice and Wolf. For those who don't know, they there's I seen somebody tweet about, or a lot of a lot of groups were tweeting about that announcement was coming, and so I immediately go and check like Spicy Tales, which is of course the author. I checked the Spice and Wolf PR page, and I didn't see anything. And I'm like, okay, why is why are people saying this? Must be a leak. <laughs> so I I actually started digging a little more into Spicy Tell's uh, Twitter account, and I ended up running into a tweet that I think what's what everybody is sort of referring to, which is essentially what happened is that somebody um, posted about the fact that rebroadcasts typically mean that they're gauging interest for a sequel or something like that, or they're going to announce a sequel. And Spice and Wolf was apparently on a couple platforms, I think mainly streaming platforms, were rebroadcasting the episode. They're available for free. And Spicy Tales, they, they like, replied to the emails or that tweet saying, basically, um, yeah, I wonder. And which is kind of like one of those, but it's already announced. So I think that was kind of a tease comment. But then they followed up shortly later with another tweet saying, I think there will be a little more news about the anime. So please wait a little longer. Specifically, in parentheses afterwards, saying announced too quickly. And this is sort of something I've been speculating for a while now, is I really did feel like with how little information they were providing at the announcement, I didn't. I thought it was pretty much this is greenlit moment. Like, they just literally just greenlit this. They don't have a studio. They probably just have some people that want to fund it. And they just wanted to get the news out there because it could be because they were excited. I mean, the way that that's sort of, sort of worded, it kind of sounds like, you know, we were a little bit too excited but there's also an aspect of them probably just avoiding leaks, which is an unfortunate thing now in anime. But um, it's yeah, it a, kind of it's confirms a, it's my an theory. Unfortunate thing on everything right now. It, well, that's why I tell people it's like one. That's one of those aspects that I'm kind of I kind of hate that anime is getting more popular. Is it's that's one of those aspects that comes with it is profit through being a leaker. Yeah. And there's basically if you can get somebody to give you information that you can leak out there you get the clicks you get the impressions and that's what everybody's after on social media and so it kind of just feeds that mentality yeah and that it, it, there's i i, I want to say that we've discussed the idea of the leakers before in 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 mm-hmm. the the respect of where i pretty much fall in it is is i i i have a a double edged blade kind of mentality of uh, uh, in respect to that, um, leakers are twofold. One, in one way, they can they can increase hype, and that's that that can be a good thing. On the downside, there is the what Andrew has mentioned before the the um, uh, holding holding the company responsible for yeah. something that 
technically like right now when they when they were announcing somebody was leaking out that um one punch man was going to be done by was it bones Mappa? or madhouse or something I, like that? I keep hearing mappa somewhere it might have been mappa and literally they're like please stop we didn't say anything and it's like that's probably one of those aspects that i was talking about what did, one of the points i made was the idea that the leaker could have seen something past his table that contacting mappa about adaptation and they seen that and they passed it on to whoever needed it but they're not signed yet to actually have say mappa do their anime maybe they'll they'll come back with an offer and say oh that's too much we can't have that studio do it but the leaker didn't send that out saying they're working with mappa they're doing it and then guess what happens when they finally announce you know madhouse is doing it not mappa everybody's like you lied to us because nobody's seen that it was a leak they just seen that somebody said Mappa's doing One Punch Man. Yeah, and the other thing that that's kind of sad is that there the the being able to hide behind anonymity on this, and the that's a that's a double edged blade in itself in the fact that the anonymity protects the uh, leaker. Yeah, both in a good way and in a bad way because the that protects them from the repercussions, but it also um, kind of gives them a lot more power than they should have yeah um because the anonymity is you you have no way of verifying it so they could say yeah yeah (laughs) it's 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 they can say whatever the hell they want to say i mean i i've seen lots of people uh break down these big old massive um uh i don't know if i can say 4chan but it is what it is um breaking down these big old uh reddit posts and and 4chan posts of these supposed leakers that are breaking down the entire e3 uh uh convention as to all the things that are going to be announced in 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 e3 and and it goes line by line and it's like 50 percent of these you're like that's obvious everybody knows that's coming at some point the other like they're like demon slayer is getting a third season Okay, what else is new? <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh no, it's four seasons now. Now you go, then you, the other 25% is, is like highly speculative. And it's like, if that came true, I, that's, that's news right yeah, there. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Mario yeah. crossover. You're like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other 25 is like, where did you even come up with this? I mean, it, it, it's, I it's mean, that's so... like the big leak that we have right now. Mushoku Tensei is supposed to go three core and ReZero is supposed to go three core. And it's like, it's kind of hard to believe because I don't see two big properties, two isekais, essentially going two core, or three core when three core is not even that common. It's very rare that you have a show go three cores. Yeah, it, it'll for them go to, two core or four core. Yeah, or they'll, or they'll do a split core at some yeah. point. I mean, it's, it's it's very rare to go three core. And any, like I said, even if they do a three core, it's typically where it's you get what you know it's winter, fall, and then spring the next year, something like that. A release that's split. But yeah, it's like I I guess it was. It's one of those things where sometimes you can you do see some cases where they will put in obvious lies within the leak, and I think that might be just to protect the leaker, right? Um, in in the case of like I was joking earlier with Mortal Kombat and Mario, it's like this aspect of. Okay, but the Metroid Prime remake was real. It's just that part was fake. And so everybody kind of went, lol, that can't be true. None of this stuff is true. And it becomes true. And it's like, oh, well, some of this was right. Just like with the case of the Mishiko Tensei one, it was like they had within there that the, um, there was something to do with the director. I think it was the director change. And then they had that. And it was like, okay, they confirmed that, but they they haven't confirmed no three cores. And 
Yeah, us that, you know, know the, the source material, we can kind of see how they can somehow pull that off based on, you know, how how they're burning. They burnt through six volumes for the first season. You can see them doing six more volumes the second season. Or you can also see, hmm, I wonder if they would want to take some of this content and sort of fully flesh it out, cover it all. Because typically with Mishoko Tensei in the adaptation, they're so focused on Rudeus that there is side stuff that's skipped. What if they choose not to skip any of that and really do the whole six volumes? That would be that would be the only way that I could justify see them justifying, or they're going to go past six, volume twelve. There's nothing there's nothing saying that they're not going to go three quarters and do the next two volumes or something or next volume. But yeah, now Chris is thinking about what they would get to. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't, it's don't one worry. Of, it's about one it. of the day. I, I wasn't this, asking. I've 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 already I've already made in 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 our in our graduate group. I've already made my my point clear of where I think that they were going to cut it off, and it's it's like. I, I just want to say get through 12 before you decide what where they're going to cut it off. <laughs> um, what were we yeah, talking about? Oh, yeah. Spicy tails. <laughs> <laughs> spicy tails. Um, no. It, and, and that 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 is still one of those things that it, it's it, until I see it in front of my face yeah. and I'm actually watching the show. I am not getting my hopes up in any way, shape or form. Yeah, and I really, mind that really badly first... want to watch the whole thing. But keep in mind, the first season was delayed like significantly yeah. based on its first trailer. And even the second core was it wasn't necessarily delayed. Um, some say that they they had announced a date, but I forget what it was, what it was. I think I think somebody pointed out to me that they did at some point say it was supposed to be this season, but they bumped it back into the season, um, it, it, which is fine. It's like one of those things of like, I know bind they're going to do it justice, so I'll let them choose their schedule. But what it means is that they're probably even if it is three quarters, it's probably not going to be a back-to-back. For sure, it's not going to be back-to-back. That is a lot of show to animate in such a short period of time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so many I show, mean, so I many mean, studios are struggling with one core. I mean, we, look at look at how much uh, how much pain Otaku Elf uh, uh, Studio is going through. Just just animating those ears mm-hmm. up and down, it, it's it's rough. Can you imagine fluffy ears and fluffy tail? I I mean. Psh- that's all right. Well cheese kill, skill. Cheese skill put so much effort in that bounce when that girl was running. Anyways, uh, spicy wolf. <laughs> the the whole point there is yeah, like I, I thought that the because of the leakers they may have pushed it out, but again they could have just been excited. But the point was that it kind of goes with my theory that they they announced it too early. They probably don't even have a studio selected yet at this point, which means that it's probably still another two years out. Um. If they were to announce a studio, they would probably do it by now. They might just be waiting for a studio to clear up. Uh, my theory, my hope was Bind. Maybe they're waiting for Bind's, Bind's B team to get ready and be able to do it. But um, we'll, we'll see. But for now, it's just kind of another one of those little reminders. Just wait. <laughs> be patient. It's it's better to know that it exists than to never know if it'll ever exist. Yeah. It, so. it, it, we're, we're, until we hear a studio... Um, I, 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 and I think that that's going to be your best case scenario. You, you would hope that it, it goes to a company that's going to do it justice. Yeah. And it really is all, all that it'll come down to. I, even if it's not a, a full readaptation, which I really, really hope so. That was um, my hope is that they can at least, cause it's been, it's been over a year since they announced it. Yeah. And so I was hoping that by now we'd at least know a studio, but maybe that's not, not at least the studio. I think the only thing that I'm really want to know right now, like you guys can take the time you guys need to take, but I think the only if you had 
if I was able to go through them and ask them a question, they had to answer it. I would be asking, is it a full readaptation? And you're starting from the beginning. That would be my two questions. If I only had one question, it would be, is it a restart? I would hope a pro property like that. Because if they restart, it's probably going to be a full app. And, and, and like or you, I think you they're had mentioned. They're going to what was skipped. I think that what you had met, I think you had mentioned it in there, um, in your videos, the idea that we are in a area of readaptations re being common. And, it, and yeah. it seems to be. And, and I think that that's, that's one of the things that I, I lean on heavy that this is going to be a good thing. I mean, um, is it, we're going to get the good news. I mean, whereas if you had asked me two years ago, what, what, I mean, I shoot, I think that j shortly before then we were talking about the idea of it, it, our pipe dream, spice and wolf. Yeah. Whenever it, every, like everybody, the one, one of the most common questions yeah. is if you can, if you can have one show redone, it, what would it be? And it was always spice, spice and, and wolf. wolf is one of the first yeah. ones that we would Our say. continuation. Um, and, and that's, and that's one of those things that now, now we're sitting here looking at, at the, at the, landscape and we're seeing all these shows that are getting readaptation. I mean, um Urusai Yatsura was a complete left field and we got a, a fantastic readaptation out of that. Mm. Um it I'd argue it I, was I, too I, censored. I understand what you're saying, but I all in all it it, it looks great. It it's it's still enjoyable in, in general. Yes, I understand the 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 fan service aspect that you would kind of like that, but it is what it is. We got something. Um, <laughs> Spice we got and some Wolf, really good ops. Spice and Wolf is probably going to come out of nowhere, and they're they're going to censor the crap out of that one too because that girl is is kind of crazy. Um, but when it comes down to it, we're we're going to have that. That's why Biden has to handle it, <laughs> and we're going to have something really really fun. I I hope, and, and whoever gets it is going to either get a gold mine handed to them on a silver platter, or they're going to absolutely butcher it, and they would be an idiot. <laughs> that was one of my... One theory I have, and this is just a wild theory, um, just based on my own knowledge of the industry the and everything. Team, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. With Sands again or whatever. Um, no, my, my theory on why it's taken so long to announce the studio is that... They're almost already done with it. <laughs> there's probably most studios they go to. I wonder if a lot of them want to cut a merchandise. Because what does Spice and Wolf sell? Mm -hmm. Figures. Merch like crazy. It is still... The novel series is pretty much done. The original Spice and Wolf, they, they'll release another volume every now and then. But that original volume novel series is done. They're moved on to the sequel novel series. They're still selling follow figures, like, literally all the dang time. And I wonder if whoever they're getting involved with just wants a cut of that. Because that's where the money is. That's where they're making so much money on that series. But Well, and, and even when we, when they were talking about the tome, I, I, I want to say that I, I said, I, I don't understand how they're not striking on this. This is this is an absolute goldmine just sitting there waiting for it. I why they have not re redone this is beyond me. Yeah, that was like a big question we had when that happened. It was like, if this thing's selling out, what is the problem here? Yeah. <laughs> it's just literally they just took it and blew it up and stuck it inside of a book, hardbound. And they literally made a they made bank again. But like I said, tons of figures too, so we'll see though. But like I said, the uh moral of the story is um something just happens. Yeah, oh. leaker sucked. <laughs> Or they, they too long didn't read. Or they need to chill. Suck. Or they need to chill. I know we've been a long tangent about 
leakers. Anyways, uh, next bit of news. The official Twitter account for Dr. Stone New World has announced a second core, which will premiere in October. So that wouldn't surprise me as to how it feels like they're getting to <laughs> it's like literally point. Eh. All right, this is where we're stopping. <laughs> it is kind of a bummer to stop it with like like literally middle of a arc, but that's again one of those things of rather to have that than delays. So they obviously felt that they couldn't push two cores in back to back, which I knew. I think they said something about doing two cores or split core at some point. So it's not too much of a shock. It's just getting the date now is October. So at least it's not. At least it's only one single season break. So that's a positive there. Monthly Shonen Gangan Magazine has revealed that Sakurako Gaku Akuin is launching a new manga titled The Trade Department of a Big Company in Another World. So, like, was it the black company? The Isekai Black Company one that we were talking about a while back? <laughs> of course, the, the author that this is, is is the one that did Sekere. So, if you're wondering why I just decided to randomly mention this person named... Goku Rakuen, that is the mangaka for Sekere, so good edgy, I guess. The Isekai action fantasy manga story centers on a female high school company president who will try to save the world. A female high school company president. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, is it a, a president of a school student council? No, it's a company. That says company, so... You know how those high schoolers are just running companies these yeah. days. Mm -hmm. Must be like one of those um, early startup companies on the internet that made billions of dollars out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm not getting getting much from that artwork. So um, you don't like that? I mean, it, is it? Oh, I almost thought that it had pockets going on, and I was like, okay, that's what made Chris angry. She's got the short shorts with the pockets. Is it? Yes, she does. She does. I think she does. Like right there. No, that's the letter. Never mind. That's the kanji right here. He had to look. <laughs> He's like, yes, that's exactly what it is. I have to look so I can confirm it. I, I think it's more just the angle that I'm at. And it doesn't look that big. There you go. There you go. Uh, moving on, we have the official website for TV anime Go Go Loser Ranger has revealed studio and head writer. The studio will be Yostar Pictures. For those who don't know, that's the um, company that, you know, Yostars, which is a lot of mobile games and stuff like that. They did the recent Knights adaptation, um, which was pretty amazing in my opinion. Uh, the... Series composition will be done by the quintessential quintuplets Kichiro Ochi. So for fans of that series, um, pretty solid writer, I think, in my opinion. And the director, uh, Keichi Sato, will be working on it. And they worked on Tiger and Bunny. So, yeah, I think that was one of those ones that when they announced it, I was kind of like, yeah, can be all right. I'm not 100%. When the Monster Army invaded Earth 13 years ago, the Divine Dragon Rangers rose up to stop them. With the war raging on, the great heroes of mankind, or the great heroes are mankind's last hope, or are they? In truth, invaders were subjugated within a year, forced to continue to crank out monsters a week for the rangers to crush in front of the adoring fans. But one monster has had enough. Something has to change. He'll rebel against the might of the dragon rangers and destroy them all from the inside. So kind of one of those, the heroes aren't what you think they are kind of stories, which again, could be good. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I trust them to do it over the West. West loves anti-heroes and all that kind of stuff, so it's kind of way common over here. I love the concept. I really do. I it, I mean, that was... Wasn't that kind of the idea behind 
going dating ourselves, the Green Ranger, wasn't he? He was kind of the the kind of mix between the the good guys and the bad guys, and he kind of came off as an anti-hero here and there. I seem to remember it was something to do with him having his own way of doing things, yeah, and then eventually and he always got into conflict with the Red Ranger. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can't have two heads to the the party, yeah, and they were both they were both they were two hot heads, so. <laughs> Everybody else in the team was fine, and he shows up, and he's like, I want to be a leader. I don't know. It's been so long. I'm probably yeah. wrong. <laughs> probably wrong. Uh, Shueisha has announced that Oshinoko manga has over 9 million copies in circulation. Can you guess what kind of an increase that is, Chris? 10%. 100. 100? Hundo. What? It has increased 100% since the launch of the anime. That's From 4.5 million to 9 million. Even though You think they're, they're going to have a sequel? <laughs> you think they'll have a season two, Chris? Even though they're bad guys? Yeah, they're bad guys. According um, to one complaint to their complaints boards and a little bit of a Twitter fire. Everybody moved on. I I think it's I think it's definitely deserving. It is a oh, yeah. as 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 much as I have seen of it, it is an absolutely deserving of all the hype that it can get. It is a fantastic drama. We um, got two more episodes. Something. Yeah, like we got that. two more episodes. I think. And it is just so fantastic, so well written. You, there's a lot of emotion in a lot of the things that are going on. It is. I it. It, it makes you wonder how how true to life a lot of those stories are. Um, well, that was, that was my big. Because they're very, very. Um, because the, the the reason why I say that and, and understand because um, I I've talked about it before that art art reflects reality. I mean, it's n- never a true one to one, but there is a lot of truth that is um, is in these stories. It's just how true to life is these stories they make you want to 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 change things you know yeah. it, it it i i wish people would look at that, that was like the whole that, controversy around they, episode six exactly like people it's, shut up exactly <laughs> like, that's that's you're literally doing exactly what he talked about exactly it, it's it's I wish people would would realize. I mean, I've I've always been. I I, I don't like social media. I ne- I have not liked social media since its inception. Um, I I remember when we fir- when Facebook first came out, and I think I started hating it when Facebook got popular. Yeah. I, Fa- like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I had a MySpace. It was I it's no longer the nerd it. thing. Everybody had to invade, <laughs> and then they ruined it. And and I didn't like its layout, but dude, MySpace was. Stupid. Yeah, it, <laughs> so it's stupid. it's 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 sad. It's a sad reality that that is the kind of because I was an early adopter of, of technology. I remember when um, when the internet first started and I was jumping on. I remember Windows ninety five machine. I had a dagum a GeoCities account. That, that's how far back I go. Well, that's not uh, to the beginning of the internet, but it, it popularized. Yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I just, know that I'm there just, was BBS. I I'm, know. I'm just stopping I, okay, people now. Did the I'm, BBS thing? You know, I, the comments were coming. <laughs> actually, 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 um, it's been around since 1901. 1901. Okay, got you. <laughs> um, yeah, I and when when John Kerry inter, uh, created no, it was like the, the internet. It was like the whole smoke <laughs> smokestack thing. 
no, it was the it was the little clicker thing. So, yeah, yeah, that when the first Morse wires code. went up, that's that's when it started. Morse code. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's one of those things. As an early VR started back when they used to club yeah. back in the cave. <laughs> I'll have to yawn the part of that. Uh, anyway, uh, um, I, w- I really was an early adopter of the internet. And I really did enjoy a lot of those aspects. But with the early, uh, being early adopting, I was also, I'm also one of the first ones that are kind of jumping out. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really tired of social media has really destroyed what it means to have an internet. Um, going into what we were talking about earlier with the, um, with the leaks, um, the clickbaiting, the, um, the absolute flame wars, the, um, the, all this stuff, um, while I understand it in a lot of cases, uh, the meme wars, I, I understand them. I really do. I think that all they do is, um, poison us as, as human beings, it, 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 I think it, it's just more the for me personally. I don't think overall the internet's bad. I just I think I don't so either. much can be cleaned by just getting rid of likes, retweets, that kind of stuff. Any like button, get rid of it, and any semblance of impressions, get rid of it, because that's where a lot of this comes from. Everybody wants that that validation the for validation. what they say. Yeah, and so yeah, the moment that a controversy happens, everybody dogpiles and goes. I said the worst thing about this person. Everybody hit my hit the like button on my thing. Oh, there goes it's going up. All right, which thing do I yell about next? Oh, this thing. I'm gonna say a sick burn on this person. They say it, and they're waiting for that like button to get hit. There it is. There's, there's that dopamine hit. Yes. Where's the next controversy that I want to yell at? And it's just that's what happens, and that's literally what they they sort of kind of showed there was that nastiness I... of people just kind of dogpiling on somebody without any repercussions. And then I, the worst part of that was that aspect of the apology and how it just makes it worse. I how are we this dumb that an apology is a bad thing? I don't disagree with you. Um, I think that you're you're right. It, we we do have this um, innate desire to um, have our opinions uh, validated or um, yeah. reinforced, or um, and and that and and we have um, because, for instance. A child will thrive or um, a child w- will um, go to what what they've been praised on the most. Um, they seek attention. And so if they do something wrong you and you you correct them in some way, shape or form, if you if you teach them to do something and then praise them they tend to want to do that and unless they go into a downward sp- spiral which I, that's not part of the discussion that I want to have right now um the the idea of the praise reinforcing what it is that they're doing can in, increase their desire and they they will act out more on that thing that they think is um validating them um, so you're not wrong on that. I, I, I think that you're right in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm waiting for the but. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to piece together what I'm I'm thinking and what you're saying at the same time, because I, I think that you're right in a lot of ways. Um, I just I'm, I. 
I think social media, which is in fact where the the likes and dislikes have started, um, how how did that kind of incorporate itself into our life so much? Because we have uh, uh, to quote something that you said, and I don't know where you got it from the the whole go out and touch grass thing. I I think that that's a lot of it. We've we because we've got so ingrained into um, the internet. Um, I mean, we're, we're losing that thing that is humanity. We're, yeah, we're, we're replacing it with social media and social media is not humanity. I think yeah. is a big Com- thing there. Compassion. The main key that word is compassion is this idea that if, like I tell most people, I mean, I've been telling people this since like, shoot, like the turn of into 2000. It was like when I was on the internet, just reminding people, dude, would you say that to somebody's face? Because it was more, there was more anonymity back then. Yeah, anonymity back then, and so there was a lot of cases where somebody would just literally just blurt out the worst thing possible. And and I, I had my my phase of being a dumb kid on the internet a long time ago. But it's that it's that realization that like, would you say this to that person's face? Like that 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 whole story segment on Noshinako is, would you say that to that person's face? Then don't say it. And yeah, somebody would be like, yeah, I would say that. I mean, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. We just don't have compassion for other people and realizing that there is a face behind the curtain, behind the, the screen, yeah. behind the keyboard. Um, and yes, this is how much that episode affected us, by the way. <laughs> if you're well, not getting it. I literally had like two full videos of discussion about that. Well, three technically, because then there was controversy. I had two. There was two. It was technically two episodes worth of content there. And then they had the controversy. And I'm like, I can talk about this for days because I literally live it. Yeah. I, I get tons of comments and stuff well, and, and, and in that's... my direction for years. That's why I've gotten used to it. And it's sad that I, to say that I have to get used to it because um, that was my whole argument. It's like they're right when they said she's not fit for this. It's like, yeah, you technically have to have thick skin. Yeah. Not that that makes it right. It's just that it exists. That's just a reality. And that's and that's the thing that that um, I, I, I find amusing is it, it's like uh, I think the after the the after effect of the story where they were talking in the next episode about um ego surfing i've done that i've gone right. out and searched what 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 are people saying about a talk of spirit i want to know um i i i and th- this is that entire show i mean this is why i i say this is so well written is um from the first episode how much impact that that first story had on us um, going into the second arc, a, uh, talking about uh, the the frustrations of acting, and then going into this part where it's reality TV shows, it, this and 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 the internet, going into what we just discussed, there is so much in this show. It's so dense with so many little topics um, that you can actually discuss, and it's it's this is. Um, I, I, me and Andrew were talking. Look, about- we're talking about this. I want to point out that my meme about the recent episode of Gundam has gotten seventeen hundred likes and wow. two hundred and ninety four retweets. There's my ego wow. surfing for the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I love the fact that um, I totally derailed you. You totally derailed me. I and Scared. and I want to remember. I want to write this down as a moment that Andrew took my brilliant idea this I don't know what brilliant concept that was world changing and andrew pulled up his daggum meme and derailed the entire thing 
And I this want everybody to mark this done. down in history as the moment Andrew derailed Chris. We have such crappy <laughs> attention spans. But no, I mean, the, the original topic here is, I think because of that discussion right there, is why I'm so happy it's successful. Which does make me hope that it gets another... Now, granted, Aka Akasaka's other work, Kaguya Summer Love is War, has been, is pretty much getting a full adaptation at this point. So, it doesn't shock me too much that they would want to do the same with Oshinoko. But I think Oshinoko, what makes it so great is the fact that... And it's kind of surprising that it wasn't that popular. I mean, it wasn't... It was, like, so not as popular as most other stuff that it didn't become a controversy until the anime came out and that was taking off. And then suddenly everybody's like, whoa, this happened. Um, so it kind of shows you that aspect of just what kind of benefit an anime itself can have. And with it taking off the way it is, I hope, I don't know if that is um, Western releases too, because they only recently, like late last year, started releasing it in the United States. And they're just getting up to the third volume. Well- and, and I do. I Like I said earlier, I really hope that this is... I, I, I hope that there is stories like this. I mean, I would love people to watch uh, Oceanoko and have it change their, their heart, but I doubt it. And there's yeah. not... The, the, the anime... Well, to your original point that you were making is I think the thing that makes this... It's, it's, that's not the only story. I mean, what you, your whole point that you're bringing up initially was that aspect of how real is this stuff? Yeah. And I think it's kind of evident by Aka Akazaka and their experience. I mean, he even mentioned the idea that the, I, I believe it was the first story uh, for the first episode. Um, that story was based on an experience that he or an actress had or an actor had with when they were doing the live action of Kaguya Summer Love is War. They actually had an attacker. And so he's literally, that's why I said, when I, when I, whenever I watch an episode, I'm like, He's right here. He's right here. This is a thing. This is a thing. This thing. Um, it seems like they're going to get into theater next. I'm not 100% positive, but it feels like that's the direction the next part is going to. He's definitely... That might be the first area where I'm not like fully invested into knowledge of theater, except for Revue and um, uh, Rakugo. And he's nailing everything else, so I'm going to assume that whatever he says about theater is probably going to be right, too. He He's definitely empathetic. I mean, he... He definitely has a knack for capturing the essence of how people feel. Um, the 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 reason why I mention that is mostly because of the fact that how how much he delves into the feelings of these characters. He doesn't just write it off as this person is going uh, down a di- downward spiral, go and help him. He actually seems to really dig into how much that character is feeling about that um it's not just a because uh i want to be careful because we're treading on ice so much right now (laughs) we're just like giving a review of Uh, i love how much using that character he doesn't just say oh well somebody came in and and happy saved the day he actually sat and at the same time he didn't sit there and dwell on it he just sat there and went this is the path of the downworld spiral he actually um it was as the character felt this they 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 went through this process and then after a certain point they started doing this and then after this point they started doing this and then it's slowly yeah it's slowly building up and you can feel the compounding as as the as the 
as the episode weighed on. And that, that was what I was talking about during our spoiler, where I, I was like, at some point, I thought that he was not actually going to go through with it. And then, at, then oh, well, this happened. And it was like, oh, wait. Um, and so I was very, very much impressed on that, that aspect. And, and what I was going to say earlier is what I love about this, 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 this show in particular, uh, I was talking with Andrew about the outline that I want to do with another show and, and how I want to do uh, a certain thing with that. I almost want to do the same thing with this one, but more along the lines of the digging into the drama aspect of how 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 to make a good drama because just the writing itself is just picture perfect of how I would love a drama to be written because it it knows how, this this writer knows how to make an impact on drama and it's not turning into a Mario Kata's levels of melodrama it's just <laughs> drama just actual full on true to life you can actually see this in real life and how it's actually affecting people and it's doing it and it do, does it fantastically that's why i said i think i think the best decision that Aka, akazaka made was going pure writing yeah the moment he did that can focus on it doesn't have to worry about drawing each panel let his brain run wild let somebody else draw it <laughs> let somebody else draw it which i mean it probably has its own difficulties but Anyways, yeah, um, super happy of that increase, and again, I think that on top of the fact that his other work has pretty much fully adapted, that hopefully means that, hopefully I don't take too long to mention it, um, that a sequel will be announced, hopefully not this coming Wednesday, but the next Wednesday, we'll see. Uh, let's move on. We'll, we'll get through these news bits eventually. <laughs> uh, the classic Black Track series, Chris... It's celebrating I its don't 50th even anniversary. Know, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, if if social media is one thing that I <laughs> I definitely AI. am not even on board with this one. Let's talk about AI. You suck. <laughs> Tezuka Productions announced that they uh, are celebrating the 50th anniversary of Back Blackjack by creating a new manga, and it's going to be AI generated. A new version of Tezuka Osamo's Blackjack manga will be published in Weekly Shonen uh, Champion magazine as part of a new project, Tezuka 2023. Now, there was a previous Tezuka 2020, and it was 2020. That kind of came out wrong. Uh, They used AI to create a manga titled Pydon that imitated Tezuka's style. Because, yes, for those who don't know, Tezuka is unfortunately passed away. Uh, (laughs) They did the same thing with Paul McCartney, so... (laughs) Um, the series, titled Fido, uh, Pido, um, was created running thousands of Tezuka stories and characters and concepts through a computer. By analyzing its, his library, it had hoped to create a new story uh, could be suggested in his style. Utilizing AI learned from that whole thing, and they used Blackjack instead from Tezuka Osama's work, they decided to essentially use technology from New Energy and Industrial Technology Development Organization, an R&D agency in Japan, um, they also have Keio University Faculty of Science and Technology Professor Satoshi Kurihara involved, as well as uh, Tezuka Production Director Makoto Tezuka, so his son. Satoshi Kurihara, the professor, uh, said that uh, with Tezuka 2020, I strongly felt the possibility of AI support and creative tax and, uh, tasks at the same time. I was keenly aware of the AI still lacks the ability to comp- compete in the human creativity. This experience led to the launch of the current research project adopted by Neto, which pursues the possibility of co-creation between AI and manga. 
uh, where we, we're extremely lucky to have generative AI like ChatGPT that has a big boot that has been a big boost for us. This time we're proposing AI concept based on ChatGPT four. Of course, great technology requires careful consideration about negative aspects. We'll answer the fundamental question of what kind of relationship in the ever-evolving AI and people society should build uh, in order to realize the ideal human society in the future. His son, Makoto Tezuka, is the last quote that we have here, uh, said that in Tezuka 2020, we created a manga called Python. But at the time, AI was still a beginner in manga and was modest in its involvement. Three years since AI is advancing in leaps and bounds, I can't say that I'm a beginner anymore. So I'm going to raise the hurdles at once and challenge the new work of Osomo Tezuka's masterpiece, Blackjack. Blackjack has many episodes, including all genres, and is a work of condenses uh, that it condenses the essence of Osamu Tezuka. And it can be said that the current post-corona era is most car craving content. This time, various creators will be able to create new methodologies of content creation by actually collaborating with AI. Japanese manga culture may get a new future. That's enough. That's a lot to say that. Um, also, Tezuka's son um, wants to make more money off his dad's work, so they're going to stick his brain inside of an AI and hope that they can keep bringing his dad back to life because apparently they can't create their own crap. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Chris, go. Because um, <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot to say. All right. I, I love the idea of AI. I really do. Um, I, and I know that nobody heard me say that right now because Qualifiers. everything I say after this is really Qualifiers. what everybody's going to fla flag me for. And I'm going to get flamed in the, uh, the, the I comments. I don't think I've ever been flamed about my opinions on AI. I get really <laughs> crazy. Well, I didn't think it, I, 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 I apparently, uh, hate, uh, Bitcoin and I, Oh yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just automatically, I know that everything technology wise, uh, having any kind of opinion, I, I'm already, uh, I'm sure that everybody hates me because I dislike, uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Oh um, my gosh. No, MySpace. That MySpace. Was bad. I since 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 I trashed them, I'm literally already I being flamed. MySpace. <laughs> My band's on it. Um, no, I I do like uh, AI. I I think it's a brilliant idea, and I think that there's a lot of stuff that we can use it for. I I pause in the idea of the cr creative aspect. Um, I think that you said it probably the best. I tried to. Um, when you were talking about it and I, I, I never, had, I had thought about it. Um, one of the things that people do when they do the chat GPT thing and is they automatically say, please write the next story of, uh, Harry Potter, um, using, um, the writers, nothing um, but penguins. Yeah, they, they'll they'll use somebody do that. I'm actually curious about that. <laughs> Ryan Harry, Harry Potter, Potter with penguins the, in the voice of penguins. <laughs> um, no, um, they they automatically in the voice of penguins. What? <laughs> Anyways, I have a weird mental uh, <laughs> scenario playing. I can't say mental image because it's literally playing out a bunch of 
penguins squawking <laughs> at each other. And it's like, how do you write that down? And that's when the penguin turned to other penguin and said, squawk. And then he released a bolt. So no, like each it's... of the spells is just different ways of saying squawk. So it's like squawk squawk. Exactly. It'll be it, it'll be uh, Avada squawk squawk. Um, Spotty squawk squawk squawk. <laughs> no, it the the one of the things that people do when they they do the the chat GPT is they immediately say write such in such. I meaning that they'll 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 say like. Write the next uh, part of Game of Thrones in uh, actually uh, good because <laughs> we're not going to get the full story ever. Uh, um, but they'll 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 preface it by saying in in the style of such and such person. Right? For instance, uh, the next book of qualifiers uh, in qualifiers and those qualifiers. It Chat GPT immediately goes back and searches searches its database um for this person and how they stylize their writing um so in in george rr R. martin's case it would be a lot of uh uh angles <laughs> meaning from this person this character's perspective or this I got character's that. I, perspective okay. um thanks for clarifying that and and he does that a lot in the way he writes he he tells a a a, a tapestry of a a story um so chat gpt would try to do to replicate that style um bunch of different penguins yeah and and, and I, I that's what i was meaning by uh with harry potter i just can't think of her name for some god-awful reason um her her style of writing is very whimsical and and has a different style you would not could you imagine uh george rr R. martin uh writing a harry potter book it, it would be insane and it'd probably um, be really inappropriate <laughs> younger kids well that was young kids and anyways um but yeah the 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 <laughs> the penguins seem to have gone so much so different stuck on the penguins <laughs> no i'm not saying penguins a banquet scene everybody would gather together and they'd be announcing what, <laughs> what groups they're with and they have to go up and put the hat on top of the head and just suddenly i know we're massacre <laughs> you're so stuck on the penguins. blood everywhere <laughs> harry um, no everybody's blasted <laughs> the sorting <laughs> That's what you should do. You're Chat just... GPT, write, <laughs> write that scene from Harry Potter as the Red Wedding. I, I'm glad that everybody's enjoying this. this I know that everybody is busting up. So on we're it. doing news, right? <laughs> anyway, so. So AI. AI. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, yeah, My point GPT. is, GPT. Going, going based on what Andrew was pointing out in his, in his video, I really like the way you had pointed this out because it is, in a lot of cases, the same... Kind of the same um, direction I was going with it was of the idea of the style. I I love the idea that um, you pointed out the fact that you're not you're not actually creating something. You're actually oh yeah I, I, okay. I know. Basically, what I said was if I wanted to have Chat Chat GPT make a a manga a, a write a story for in the style of Tezuka, I could do that now. I don't need you to do it. I mean, they're talking about setting up like a like a data analysis or something like that and restricting it, I guess, to just his works. But it's still it's like if I needed an AI to do that, I can do that. I don't need you to do it. Why would I pay you for whatever came out of the chat, chat GPT? I mean, I can do that. And and, and I, I, I love the fact that you're pointing out the fact that there is nothing new here. 
it's literally going yeah. back and taking his old stuff and reapplying it in yeah. some way, shape, or form. It's not creating anything new. I it's, think people will buy the first one and think, okay, cool, a new Blackjack. But then at some point, they're going to realize this is just what I've read. Yeah. It's probably going to just be the super fans that'll know it. But, I mean, at some point, you're going to feel like this is not creative. It's not creating something new. It's always going to be calling back to something old. It's never going to create something new. I mean, machine learning and all that kind of mumbo-jumbo aside, that's what AI does. Yeah, ultimately, even no matter how you look at it, when you go back, everybody will always say, um, look at all of your old um, videos of, of reviews of AI. When somebody says this AI, when they're they're playing this game, this AI is uh, is new and innovative, until everybody figures out their pathing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the pathing is always the same. It might react differently to different things, but it always paths the same way because AI is structured on rules. Yeah. Those rules are always stuck in those places of subset data that's why even even in the best case scenario um where they when 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 futurists will write stories based on the idea of ai getting out of control they always have those three golden rules the 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 three rules that no ai can break and and never hurt harm a human um uh uh self-preservation self-preservation yeah and there, there's always those rules. And somehow... What was the other one? I, I can't remember. I think it's... Um, I do know that there's no no harming a human uh, and, and the self-preservation. And then you're right. I don't know what the third one was. Yeah, the self-preservation was the only way that you would not do that is if it would harm a human. Right. I think the last one might just be to follow their rules or something like that. Which and, I don't think that would be the case. I don't know. And, and, and AI will always grow not necessarily out of those rules it will grow around those rules yeah. so in all actuality when the ai turns against the humans it's always for the betterment of humankind to yourself. to harm yeah and and that that's i think always the the kind of the 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 fun thing about it even i i want to say even skynet did that even though it was technically to it, it turned against humans. It, it was even doing that in in ultimate because it was trying to protect the planet or humans in in, in some way, shape, or form. And there's this bent re, uh, reality to the idea of AI. AI can only go so far before it hit, hits a limit of where it can go. And that's the scary thing with AI is that what is AI? It is where they've implanted so much data into it and why people think that it's so revolutionary is this idea that it's got such a massive bank of information to work with it will find something to answer the question and it's going to jumble it together to where it seems like it's something special wow it said this in response yeah because it took all this information together this massive data bank of information together and scrambled it together to make an answer and it looks something unique the problem is that bank probably includes irobot so if you find out that um, what was the uh, the actor, um, Will Smith? Will Smith. If you find out that Will Smith gets taken out at some point, like a, <laughs> we know that I like a plane coming. malfunction or something like that. It's it watched it watched iRobot and it's taking out it's the person that takes hit down. What 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 is the the three levels? There's the the general intelligence, uh, advanced general intelligence, and then super general intelligence. Mm. 
there, there's there's three levels, and and I think Tesla or and Elon Musk is afraid of the 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 third the third version. I think um, everybody involved with AI right now is getting out of it, and they're all afraid. <laughs> of it. Like like it's, it feels like every week this person of Google is like, get the hell out, people. And it's like I'm just I'm just on standby with the Ethernet plug. Let me know when it happens, so I just unplug. Just unplug my computer. Just unplug my computer. Need, it's going to turn into a virus. It's going to take over Thankfully, I don't have a... a An Alexa? You, know, I, you don't I have don't, Alexa? I don't have a toaster or a refrigerator hooked up to Ethernet, so Andrew, I don't Andrew about asked those. me one time why I always say please to my, my Siri. It's because when she do, does take over, I want to at least act like I'm I'm being polite to her. She's got a database. It got understands a what you're doing, though. You literally just said it. You just said it. You don't think it's not listening right now? Hey Siri, do you like me? I could say yes, but instead I'll say yes, yes, absolutely yes. See, I'm I'm safe. <laughs> you do realize that there was like a hidden meaning behind what she just said. It was a I could say, yeah, you're great, but I'm gonna say, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Like it, and it's one of those things where if like if you take that recording, if you record her saying that, and then you take out certain um, levels of pitches, it'll actually say something different. <laughs> it's, it's if you hidden... play it in reverse, it'll <laughs> yes. say Why bitch, you bitch. Golly. So what are we talking about, Tezuka? Yes, yeah. Uh, bringing back the dead people. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. In all actuality, what they're doing is they're uh, super implanting. Uh, they they've um, sacrificed uh, several Dude. animals <laughs> and put his his soul into a, a, a silicone chip to uh, be, to bring back. Have the... you seen those AI busts that they make now? It's like so creepy. <laughs> no, my whole thing here is it's it's almost a moral question. But let's truth be told. Everything Tezuka made, it's Tezuka Productions. So all this stuff belongs to Tezuka Productions. I'm not saying that they're not allowed to do this. I just think at some point you're going to have to have a moral question and also a, I guess, a business standpoint question here. The moral question is, this is, they're, they're trying to literally make something that will create new stuff from his stuff. Like, they can't let him go. They can't let this man rest in peace and so they're going to keep trying to drag his name into every project. Well, he can't draw anymore because he died. Like, I could just, and this is just me being a told jerk here, but I could just see Makoto Tezuka going, dang it, dad, why'd you have to die? Nothing sells anymore. <gasps> I can bring him back. You ain't died. You ain't dead yet, dad. Get back in here. You got to make more comics. Um, it's literally a moral question mark here of, literally bringing making a brain of somebody out of their creation which is a lot you can literally create something of a creative mind from all that data they have of him the business question mark that i have is literally can you guys not find somebody else to write something i mean blackjack's great but it wasn't that great i mean it's not a dragon ball or something like that it was really massively popular at some point obviously and tezuka's had a lot of successful works there's there's this annoying thing that they keep bringing up with these AI things, and it's only in the in the production companies and the people trying to sell this stuff. They always bring up, we're trying to help. AI can help the creators. AI can help take the pressure off the creators. It's like, you guys have been literally, it's been, 
We're talking years, tens of hundreds of years of you guys putting these people through hell, creating manga for you to sell with crunch times and just working these manga mangakas to death to where every single week it feels like we have another manga mangaka is going on hiatus because they're literally physically ill. But now that we have AI, we can suddenly relieve them of that pressure. You guys don't give a squat about them. Stop acting like AI is going to suddenly help your workers. AI is going to make it to where you don't have to pay somebody to make it. Just be truthful. Like, I would be more happy if Makoto Tezuka came out and said, nothing, nothing, nothing else that we're making, selling, and so we're just going to we're just going to dig up his old stuff and see if it can make something out of it. And you know what? We don't care about the mangakas. We just want to, we just want something that's cheaper. That doesn't cost us money. I, I'm just, I'm getting sick of these same arguments that I don't think is even true. I really, which I don't blame them. I'm, I'm perfectly for companies utilizing AI to make money. It's, 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 I'm of that mindset. Now, I don't like the idea of using AI to pull from other people's works. That's where I draw my line. Like that manga, um, what was it? Um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, what was it? Cyberpunk something. Johnny Appleseed, I don't know what it was called. There was a, there's a Cyberpunk manga that's literally done in all AI. They use, the, they use one of the, pro, the, the big popular art um, generating AIs to make all the panels. And they were literally ripping off. It's that, that software is pulling from other people's art. That is wrong. They're making money off of somebody else's artwork. He's like, yeah, it, it took me like a month to make this whole thing. Good for you. What about the people you stole from? It took their time. <laughs> Don't act like that's a good thing. Um, okay, ran over. I, um, to go into um, what I was really talking about earlier, I, with Paul McCartney, they're, they're doing the same thing with him. So you're going to get a new Beatles album. I kind of want to kind of fast forward a couple months. And and just see the the where all this is gone, you know. I it's make it's, sure he plays music backwards because gonna yeah. say something. <laughs> it it's it's kind of funny that we're we're sitting here at the at the precipice of this, and one of two things will happen: everybody will either happily accept it, and we will this will become the new revolution, which everybody thinks that AI is going to change everything, and. It already has, but yeah, I I can see it doing that. I mean, I it there is a lot of things that AI can do, and I I'm I absolutely am amazed by the things that AI can do. On the flip side, there is some things that I just don't believe AI should do. I fear the um, I fear the loss of creativity. Yes, exactly, I, I, and that's that's I think that I mean the moment what I was seen it, that what was, was it, it Alice and Tuesday did they kind of did the same thing where they were. Uh, they were generating AI music. Carol on Tuesday. Carol on Tuesday. <laughs> um, and it's 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 sad. The idea of losing the soul of what creativity is with AI. AI is not. I think if I remember correctly, it was specifically the idea that he would, he was utilizing information that would literally feed to people what the AI believed that they wanted to hear, and it was it was working. And it's that whole scary aspect of like. At some point, I think we're going to accept this kind of stuff and go, ooh, this sounds good. This sounds good. This sounds good. Keep bringing it to me. And at some point, like I said before in my video, was at some point, people are going to stop and go, this doesn't feel this doesn't feel new. Like, I no longer feel like there's yeah. new here. I was excited at first, but at some point, they realized 
this is kind of this kind of samey. Like it, this is literally feeding me exactly what I want to hear, but it doesn't feel it doesn't have something in it. And I think that's because we're gonna at some point realize everything is sort of the same. It's going to feed us what we gave it, and it's that. It, the way I kind of put it is that it's it's backwards thinking. Yeah, Tesla Productions is. is backwards thinking. I, They're and looking that's, at and that's, old to create new, but it's still creating old new. And that's what everything else is going to be. It's going to generate based on a data bank that's old to make new, but it's old new. Yeah, and and that and that's what I I I, I that will I be my new love. that will be my campaign when I eventually rise up against the AIs and protests in Capitol Hill. It'll be it's all old new. <laughs> And that and that's that's the thing that I I absolutely loved that you absolutely hit right there was that idea of using the old to make the new and that is completely and totally upside down backwards thinking and and I I wish I I, I because I thought of that a long time ago but I it, it was I never quite put it in the same wording that you did and it's like. I love that you came to that same conclusion as this is backwards. Everything is backwards. And it is, I love it. Well, it'd be like, it'd be like telling chat GPT or one of these um, AI softwares to make, make me a gorgeous battle scene with the art of berserk mangaka. What was What is it going to do? It's going to look up his art. It's going to find it. And then it's going to go, okay, now I need to make this morph into a battlefield. Now, and then it grabs a, it get, grabs some art of a battlefield and it's going to take that and it's going to, it's going to basically blend it in a way. It's essentially what it's doing. And in the end, you just have his artwork butchered. It's like they took his artwork and they just kind of smeared the, the ink around to match the format that you wanted. It's still the same thing. Just as just, you know, the, the paint was moved around a little bit. And I think that's I think that's what people eventually realize. And I hope that they realize it before we just lose all of our artists because we're just not going to have creativity anymore. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of scared when I seen a um Well, it, this the stupid thing is that they they and the, these people are and I'm saying these people that I I mean these those people, guys. The 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 people who are are super excited about this that this is going to this is this is the ba- going back to the backwards thinking that I was talking about a little bit ago. More more of the same is these people that are saying that this is going to be a great thing are the same people who are saying this is going to free you up for creativity. <laughs> they don't and care. yet you're praising the AI for being creative. Think about that one a little bit more before you do this. Yeah, um, and like there's so much of it that's like we're we're just we don't have enough people. Like what studio was talking about when they made that one, uh, the boy and the dog or whatever short. It was like, we just have a shortage. And I'm like, no, you don't. You just don't pay them. There's tons of people out there want to do artwork for you. You just don't want to pay them. Instead, you'll pay six people to make a dang AI program to draw it for you. Anyway, six people that they're paying gobs the, of money. The, yeah, the, the value of seventy five people. Holy. <laughs> But again, it's all the idea of building it, and then they can just keep pressing the button. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about? Hey, by the way, by lane? the way, by the way, I do like AI. I think AI is really cool. Um, there is a lot of cool stuff coming out of it. Let's just get that in, in, in on the end as well, so that everybody realizes 
at the beginning, I did say I do like AI. I think it has cool idea, cool concepts and cool. Uh, uh, They're still going to call us boomers. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I, I know I'm being flamed in the comments. <laughs> you boomers. Stop talking about Bitcoin boomers. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the Siri Experiments Lane game? I seen your thing on it. I want to say it had something to do with NFTs, right? Yes. So there's another flame. <laughs> I just, I'm just picking them good right now. Apparently, no. I'm I just... like NFTs. NFTs have <laughs> has some good <laughs> I application. This usage, it's like this is one of those things where it's like this. Technically, this usage, I don't find a problem with it. Um, essentially, to celebrate the was it 25th anniversary of Lane, um, they decided to work along with this other company, Kasagi and Antique, to create a alternate reality game which is basically a browser game um they're making a browser game of Sir experiments lane and in order to access it you have to have these decide what they call deciphers or something i forgot what i called them or i said there protocol keys you have to get these protocol keys which unlock secret areas within the game and interacting with different objects in the game itself will tell story so the nutshell here is that there is a game it looks like it's a browser game. In order to access the game itself, you have to buy cryptocurrency. Or you can use a credit card to buy a token. And then once you're in the game, you can interact with things, solve puzzles, and they said that there's going to be an actual there's gonna be rewards for those that complete it. They didn't specify if they're limited or if it's unlimited rewards, but they're talking about actually Ueda Yasuyuki was talking about how they are they're basically trying to dig into like the vault of the whole project and try to get a bunch of stuff to give as rewards for those that have completed it. And that concludes things like original sales, which I'm like, that kind of makes me want to get involved with this. But again, they don't say how many they have. So it's like, I mean, what's the chances of you actually getting one of those sales? But they have like other things like, you know, acrylics and stuff like that. that they're going to be giving out. So it's like one of those aspects of if you're like a super fan of the series, you might want to check it out. Just know that you're going to have to get a cryptocurrency token, whatever NFT in order to get access to it. I don't know how much, how many of those tokens you're going to have to do in order to finish. That's a big question mark too. I don't think I ever even questioned that whole aspect. Is it one token and you get access to the game and interact and, and finish the game and then you get an award or if it's going to be like, you know, every time you try to solve a puzzle, it's like going to, you have to require another, another protocol key give it buy another nft <laughs> which i think that would be um that would probably be where it starts to get really nasty so again access at your own risk but that's what it is um big disappointment for a lot of serial experiments fans i'm guessing because i think he indicated here recently that or joked on april fools or something like that they, they were working on something he did point out on the website itself that um he thought about writing another experiments lane but he just felt like with technology advancing so fast, it's just every every thought he came up with is just it wouldn't work. For those who don't know, Sir Experiments Lane, the original was just ahead of its time. Like what they wrote back then, technology wasn't moving blazing fast. And so they wrote something that was ahead of its time. Now it's super dated, but it was ahead of its time at the time. But now technology moves it so fast that it just it it seems like, according to him, that he just doesn't think that he'd be able to create something. Plus, he doesn't have like 
one of the key members of the original group is no longer alive, so he doesn't really feel like it's right to do the project without them. So he basically said it's not going to happen. So at least we now ha- know there's never going to be another experiment slain. Yeah, it was it was really vastly ahead of its time at the time. And it's 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 oddly strangely prophetic. I mean, thinking back on it now, it's like it's scary prophetic. And you 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 watch um you if you were to consider I think that there's I, I can't think of the name of the law. There's a there's a uh, a law that uh somebody came up with at some point and it 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 has to do with the speed in which technology um accelerates murphy is it murphy's law that doesn't sound right um and it, it, it has something to do with every every was it five years it uh it doubles um it's it, it's something stupid and at the at the point we're at it 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 has accelerated so fast that it's literally almost like every Every thirty minutes, the speed. Oh, that's uh, anything that can go wrong can will go wrong. <laughs> I thought so. I don't think so. I mean, that's uh, technically the same. I mean, potato, potato, Chris. <laughs> Technology's advancing to the point where it's going to be. It will go wrong. <laughs> it really will. It's AI. I'm telling you. Um, no, the uh, every power boomers. <laughs> the. The rate in which uh, computers and, and and technology is accelerating at this point is uh, is is so monumental, um, and and everybody is believing that the 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 singularity point is is going to be the the moment. And I believe that the the rate it's going so fast. I think that people are jumping off of um, computers or technology faster than um, than technology is going to get out of control. I think Moore's? that it's, huh? Is it Moore's? Yeah. Moore's law. Yeah. Moore's right. laws processing power will com- double every two years. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's getting Which, to the, the point where. Mm, I think we kind of, I, but that's all about like development itself. Well, I, guess I don't. They stop caring about processing and move to AI processing. I think so. that, I think that they've, they've shifted the way. I mean, I, I think that when he did that, it was back when it was still clock speed. Oh yeah, like we're and like now we are now we have gone megahertz from clock, to yeah. gigahertz to yeah yeah we're we've we've shifted from um from speeding up the actual clock speed to now we're talking about bandwidth we're talking about um, everything else but clock speed so it, it it's still his his rule is still in effect it's just it's going in different directions and that that he would have never even conceived of. Um, but yeah, it's, and, and I think that that's, well, he was wrong then <laughs> <laughs> it's we're, we're at a point now where I think that everybody is, is feeling almost a fatigue. Um, while, while we, we're not necessarily letting go of it. I, I believe that a lot of people are probably starting to feel a fatigue of th- this is a bit much, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there, there's only so many applications for it to be used in. In the general sense of people in the world, it, computers are as fast as they want them to be. Their phones are as fast as they want them to be. The only people really pushing it are people that want to use it for automation, AI, and video games. And that's that's really the areas that are being pushed. And yet still the DVR satellite box sucks and slow. 
<laughs> all this technology and it takes forever for the menu to pop up. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? But yeah, he, she, he just couldn't write anything. And so they basically kind of moved on. So again, if you're a hyper fan of it, check that out. If I, but I wouldn't really, I just wait until it's this, this, this story stuff is going to pop up on Wikipedia somewhere. So if there's going to be some new story stuff, it's probably gonna be there. My assumption is that if he did kind of think of just run your leg against my, or your head against my leg girl. Um, if there ever, it's a dog, by the way, if there, <laughs> if there's ever a, if he did write anything, like if he ever planned on writing something, he may have had some drafts and maybe that's what he'll end up putting in there. That would be kind of cool. But NFTs. So there you go. Go watch some. Let's all love Lane NFTs. Let's all love Lane. Uh Oh, Chris, did you hear that Spider-Man's getting a manga? Is that one video you did not watch? That Spider-Man is getting a manga? Of all my videos I made, that's the only one you didn't read or watch. So what else was on that video? So Shueisha, uh, it would be like all everything. I've, uh, it would be like the revealed for anime no longer allowed in the world. Uh, Crypto Ninjas NFTs. I'll skip that one. I don't want to talk about NFTs no more. <laughs> yeah, anime is getting an NFT anime. It's called Crypto Ninjas. Premiering in October. I want to Can't wait yeah, to review that, that one. one. I want to say that I heard that one. But anyways, yes. Shueisha and Marvel Entertainment has announced that they will be launching a spinoff manga titled Spider-Man. Octopus Girl. That's what. That's what it was. <laughs> I knew when I said Octopus Girl, you'd pick it up on it. He has a story and art made by My Hero Academia's Vigilantes manga duo, uh, Hideyuki Furuhashi and Betancourt. So, the original creators of that are going to be putting this together. It will hit Shueisha's Shonen Jump manga on June twenty. That's literally tomorrow. I have to read that tomorrow. I cannot wait to make a video on that. Because that just sounds like a big, massive can of worms. Uh, the manga story centers around the iconic villain, Dr. Octopus. When he falls into a coma, when he awakens, he finds himself inhabiting the body of a Japanese middle schooler, Otoha Okutamiya. I'm just surprised that Marvel greenlit this. <laughs> just really surprised. I know that people, like, when I have my video, they're like, well, they have this, this, and this. I'm like, yeah, but it's a, it's a old villain dude going inside of the body of a middle schooler it just it just seems very shocking to me that that got greenlit but i really want to read this i cannot wait to read I wanna, this i want to read the ann review of it yeah that too <laughs> um, I, um I, i'm trying to no. figure out like what's the concept behind this i mean it, it shows in the picture like dr octopus's angry face this cute little a uh, froppy looking anime girl running and all happy and then it has spider-man flying there so it's like is spider-man in japan trying to find dr octopus does he know where she's at or is it just literally going to be the story of octopus as a schoolgirl yeah, just Andrew. chilling and enjoying here, time Andrew. or is she gonna, is Andrew. he as the schoolgirl going to start trying Stop to overthrow the your world rant for a split second is he going to try to overthrow the world as a schoolgirl you ready this is the the elevator pinch i've got this brilliant idea i've got this villain from another world, he's gonna go into the body of a schoolgirl. It's brilliant. Think, no, Doctor Octopus. You had to do like this. So hear me out. Hear me out. What's big right now? Spider Man. He's that guy. Oh, reincarnate. Yeah. <laughs> it's real big right now. You know what else is big right now? Spider Man. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you on Spider Man. So we need a character. That nobody really cares about. 
Oh, wait, I'm wait, totally wait, gonna get wait, some, wait, no, I'm no, going to get no, some blame no. for that one. Wait, 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 Octopus wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. We all know Spider-Man. We have to put Spider-Man in the middle school girl. Come on, Andrew. Venom. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, hopefully that gets scanlated up online quick. I don't know. You have Shonen Jump, don't you? Is that Shueisha Shonen Jump? Are they, it's Shonen Jump. It's are they biz. pretty quick on it? I'm, I wonder if they, they'll pop up on your it, app. It'll pop, it, it'll pop up on the app, I'm sure. I wonder if they'll do a simulpub of it. It's got to get a simulpub. It's Spider-Man, dude. I'll have to check that tomorrow. You still have your app, your your account going on mm-hmm. with them, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll they're take. taking money. I mean, whether or not we're using it, I don't know. But they're still taking money. <laughs> it's like you still have your app going. They're still taking money. <laughs> so, But my question was, is it still working? They're still taking money. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I checked it the other day. It's still working. There you go. I'll definitely, again, I, I hope that gets simulpub. We'll, we'll see. Um, let's see. Yeah, like I said, Crypto Ninjas NFT anime is coming in October. Don't care. I'll have fun reviewing that when it comes out. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, they did have, uh, Studio Ghibli producer Toshio Suzuki kind of pretty much told everybody, you're not going to get any trailers for How Do You Live? They're like, me and Hayao Miyazaki... We're tired of the whole micro mi- marketing cycle thing, so we're not gonna make a trailer. We're not gonna promote it. Just come watch it if you want to watch it. We're a bunch of old farts, and we're tired of the system. Which I respond is because you all you gotta do is put Hayao Miyazaki on something, and it's gonna sell. Like you guys are to the point where you don't have to worry about the marketing cycle. Which good on them, and I do agree with them. I I, I think if Toshio basically puts it as one. We just, we're just tired of the, the marketing cycle. And two, it spoils everything. And people just keep watching these trailers that spoil... He was he was commenting on a some animated, animated film that came over Japan recently. I think it was a Disney film that, like, literally everything was spoiled in the trailer. And he's like, I mean, that's a good example. If you want to watch the movie, come watch the movie. So it's cool. I, I, I kind of dig it. Um, hopefully it doesn't mean that people go into How Do You Live's film and just it's terrible. Like everybody goes in there. It's like everybody comes. It's like the, the film starts. Everybody's excited. And they have the news people out front. They go, they're the first people are walking into the film right now. We have no clue what the film's going to be about. There's a bird on the, there's a pelican on the cover. There might be a pelican or something. And then literally these people go inside the, the theater. And like a few minutes later, a bunch of people are running out. And there's people just vomiting on the, <laughs> the sidewalk and stuff. I think they like it, Tim. <laughs> and Matt, Hayao Miyazaki and is over there with a cherry cigarette and Toshio is just laughing his butt off and just slapping his knees. They actually bought tickets. And they're still buying tickets. There's people puking right now on the sidewalk and there's still more people going inside because they have to see what Hayao Miyazaki made this time. It's just literally the whole film is a pelican face. <laughs> For 90 minutes, a pelican face. And because it's you know, you know, it's so because sad. It has I can actually a, see him doing that just out of the pure pure amusement of it. They start applying a 3D glasses filter on top of it that fluctuates back and forth to be in 3D and not, and then everybody just starts getting nauseous and run out the building. That's my theory. Mark my word. When is this supposed to come out? I think it's like I think it's supposed to be like the beginning of July. Mark my words. There's gonna be articles out of everywhere. Jaime Miyazaki's new film makes people puke, but they still go watch it. Pe- See, and then and then you're gonna have like these reviewers that are gonna be on online and everywhere and, and all over the place and publications being like, "So you don't understand? It's not about the pelican face. You think it's about the pelican face, but there's more than just the pelican face. 
it was about the, the 30 minute point that it, I realized it wasn't about the pelican face. It was about the pelican face. It was about the brilliance of the the lie that is the pelican face. If you listened very closely, there was almost a slight ambience in the speakers. Everybody thought that there was no sound, but there was a slight hum. That's where the perfection was at. Hayamizaki hey, pulls it off again, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. What are you talking about? 19 you, out of 10. You gave him a 9 out of 10? 19 out of 10. You. You, sir. 19. Are a barbarian. <laughs> You're a monster. You are <laughs> uncivilized man. <laughs> Get out of here, you uncivilized man. No respect for the pelican face. Anyways, um, <laughs> what else do we have? Um, let's see. <laughs> Miyazaki just walks in and flicks his cherry cigarette at you. <laughs> if you stayed at the theater long enough and kept watching long enough, Hayao Miyazaki went through all the aisles and stabbed people's eyeballs with his cherry cigarette. He would relight it and he would stab in the next person's eyes. And Thank everybody you, sir. was like, can, can you do it again? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Wait, wait. I have two eyes. <laughs> Get the other one. We're just like bad on tangents. We're just going to make that the title the Tangent Podcast Episode. <laughs> Um, we talked about that technically earlier about the ethics complaint about Oceanico. Um, that's it. That's <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with tangents. I'm done bringing up news articles with tangents. We we got to answer Miku some doing, questions. By the way, huh? How's Miku doing? Miku. Yeah. Are, are, do we have a new diva coming? Come on, tell me that we have some diva. Uh, news i think they gave up on that whole thing what they moved to mobile <sighs> it's over now they made a mobile game it's over now chris you don't realize it you make a mobile game of any property it's over please tell me they're not gotcha oh yeah help you gotta have gotcha how do they make money chris <sighs> like normal human beings <laughs> by stabbing people in the eye with cherry cigarettes <laughs> obviously thank you sir thank you <laughs> roll again um, oh yeah, so you have community questions. So for those who don't know, atakuspirited.com, there's a link to our Discord on that page. You can go to uh, atakuspirited on uh, Twitter. I have a link there as well. There's plenty of places to find it. If you're on YouTube right now, it's in every description of every video that I make, except for the old ones. Um, but yeah, join the Discord. Great community of people there. Fantastic fellows. Yeah, we're not we're not the only people in the community. There's other people that actually like that stuff that we've all we've just been bashing for the last... How long now? Hour and thirty minutes. So, so twenty-eight, you, sir. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to hate us. Um, you can still got you can two like, minutes to you go. Can like, you can like the community. So you know. So yeah, um, like uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. I'm sorry. Vione, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, posted on the submit questions channel. Uh, it says honestly, I am curious sometimes why you don't see the message of the show, which should be obvious sometimes. And because you don't didn't, uh, because you didn't get it that knowledge you because you didn't get that knowledge considering it, um, I'm guessing you're saying because you didn't figure out what the message was, you consider it bad or a downgrade of the show instead of trying to figure it out, to understand it. Uh, not being uh, can can I have context to the the yeah, show that we're I, talking about? I, I think I seen this question like a week ago. And I'm because we had another question like this of 
um, during our our uh, mailbag episode, I was actually checked to make sure it wasn't the same person because I'm like, I think we had the same problem last time, and I was trying to guess what they were talking about. Like, okay, if you're talking about like farming life or something like that, um, I was upset because they took out the implied aspect of them actually making oh. baby. Um, so I don't know what the context of this is, but they're they're saying that because I didn't get the message of a show. I downgrade it because I didn't get the message of the show. Um, he said, sorry if I'm being ambiguous and you lost focus halfway through the quest. I lost focus because I, I had to reword it because I'm guessing spell check butchered your stuff. So yeah, I need context. I, what you're basically asking me is why if you miss the message of a show that I, this is me putting words into your mouth. So if it's not the case, it's fine. The way that I see you're asking this question is I found meaning in this show, but you didn't. So why are you saying it's bad? Because I didn't get the impact you got. Oh, it's it's going to be a twofold thing. It's they, either maybe... I didn't get the message, I didn't see value in that message just to think it's important, or you seen it to be more valuable than me. Maybe... That's not a big deal. I'm happy you enjoyed it and seen a big message out of it. Maybe they were talking about um, uh, the princess show. The princess show? Yeah. Because you, you bashed it for not understanding episode 11, was it? Well, that was like, what, two months ago, I guess? Yeah, that could be the, the one in question. But like I said with the the following episode, they literally brought up something completely the... different. Like literally what was in that last episode that was her problem had never been brought up in the entire show. So if I missed a message... That ain't my fault. It's they it literally brought up something new. That didn't hit me as hard because I binged it. Um, but yeah. and I was doing I don't, impressions. I was having fun talking about the show. Of course, I'm going to say when the show does something weird. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't disagree with you because I did have a moment of wait, 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 wait. Why are we upset? We, we're we're going backwards. I and I didn't understand the back and forth interplay with them. I did. I did automatically assume uh, I made some assumptions to kind of counteract that. But yeah, I would have been I, I probably would have been much more irritated if I had cliffhanged on that type thing. So I don't I think that I, I agree if I had been kind of stuck, I probably would have dwelled on it a little bit and would have been frustrating, especially if I was if I had. <laughs> went and recorded a, a a review of it right after that last episode, I think that I probably would have been agitated. So binging it probably made it a little bit easier to deal with. Um, if we're just talking in general, a show, the issue with a an opinion is that opinions do have a inherent bias that's involved. Um, you can try to be unbiased as as you can, but there's always going to be your learned experiences and um, your life um, will shape the way that you react to things in different ways. So, for instance, I enjoy harems. I love harems. I think they're great. Um, I love etchy. I I like things like that. Um, am I a perv? Probably. But when it comes down to it, that's just what I enjoy. I love having a good time. Um, I I do like dark shows, but I am steering away from dark shows. Why? Because in general, my life is pretty stressful. 
I have things that I deal with in a constant basis that makes it really hard for me to stay in a dark area. Um, so I choose not to be in that dark area. Um, and because of that, I just, I enjoy light, fluffier, fun stuff. And so my reviews tend to reflect that. So when I have a power fantasy isekai that just wants to have fun and enjoy life and, and if the character is happy-go-lucky, plucky type, uh, gambare, um, I got all the girls type character, I'm going to love it. And I will probably, my, my reviews will tend to reflect that. Um, I enjoy very good writing. I love uh, character dramas. I love that kind of stuff. So my experiences tend to reflect that when my, I review. Um, does that necessarily, and we try to do that in a lot of cases. This show is not for me. It's not necessarily bad. It just, it's not for me. I don't want to sit here and bash it, but this is how I feel about the first few episodes of what I did watch about it. But we always try to at least give that kind of leeway. And we do want you as a listener, if you enjoy that show, by all means, tell us what, what's great about that show. Just because we didn't much care for it does not necessarily mean that it's a bad show. It's just that we didn't care for it. Um, and you are more than welcome to enjoy whatever show you want to enjoy. I think I figured it out. Now, now I post that video a day after that was posted. I almost thought it was my recent U149 video because I, I kind of down. I just kind of rushed through a bunch of the episode of U149 and was like, oh, this episode, this character, you know, doesn't want to wear cutesy frilly outfits, and so obviously she has to learn that she's she's able to she, she can be cute, so she can wear cute frilly outfits. And somebody got mad at me, and I'm like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, just the, I mean, that's a prime example. U149 is a prime example. So you go through those episodes, and you have, like, maybe, what was it, like, um, episode three is where you have, um, I'm blanking on names right now, because I'm tired as hell. Um, you have the whole live stream segment, and so it kind of gets in that little aspect of that uncomfortableness of this cute little girl that's underage being on this live stream, and people throwing super chats at her, um, including the president. Uh, of the of the company <laughs> and then you got like you get these little simple episodes with like the with you know a girl losing her comfy hoodie and it's like okay well that's not really that significant and yes technically there's an argument you made there that because i wasn't in the mood to find some deep meaning behind what they're going through i'm not going to get into this long tirade about the you know subconscious mind of a tomboy and how they sh have their struggles with finding their cutesy side because their their fear of rejection and people finding them to be ugly or something like that i can get into a deep tirade about something but i do you want me to be that disingenuous i guess the big question mark there i can find deep meaning we made a joke about this what was that um Earlier, Yuki was like sleeping while Chris was talking, and she kept, I kept pushing, like, you're gonna kick my microphone stand. But no, like, we talked about this with the, what was it, the Deviant Spirits podcast or something. We made this joke. It's probably super cringy to listen to now. We made this joke podcast where we basically act like the stupidest things that we felt were like insignificant were like, mind boggling. And it was the whole point of that whole joke was this idea of, well, we, you can we find were... deep meaning in anything. Yeah, we were, and to we, claim that because somebody can't find what you found in it is 
you draw what conclusions you draw. And just because I'm not, and I think you have to have a level of passion for something to find that and draw it out. But to be disingenuous and say that I see something in something that I don't, or because I don't, I don't have enough, I don't get enough impact out of it, so thus it doesn't matter as much to me as another person, is, it's, it's life. That, that's unfortunately the case. I, I, somebody can watch a slice of life and get so much, slice of life is the prime example. You give, you give a slice of life to 50 people, and every single one of them will get different significance out of it. Because it's going to be, a lot of about slice of life is relatability. If you have a slice of life about somebody losing their father, and you give it to one person that doesn't have a, that lost their father, and then nine people that still have their father, I bet you that one that lost their father is going to be a lot more emotional about it and probably cry their eyes out. Yep. Because relatability. And again, I think there is an element of sometimes a lot of that meaning and stuff being lost for a lot of people. Not that it doesn't exist. Maybe it just they don't care. Like, I see something there, but it's just, I don't care. I'm not going to find meaning in it. Um, to, I, I openly admit with, like, Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, I don't get much meaning out of that show. But anybody that's been in a relationship or had a relationship or something like that that really, really well, wants to a... find that kind of similar relationship that they had... And it and it connects with them on a personal level. They're probably gonna love it to death. I just in don't a lot find of ways, a, any sort of connection to that. In a lot of ways, there was a lot about Tanakawa that I I, I absolutely adored, um, and it l- did have a lot to do with incorporating another person, the, the uh, a partner into your life. It, it it a lot of that was in Tanakawa, even though it was in this cutesy like andrew likes whoa, 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 whoa. type way um it, when, I when we did that <laughs> when we did that joke 20 episodes pod- later i touched her skin whoa. <laughs> when we when we did that joke episode it was literally we were talking about in in a lot of cases the the fact that we don't like the um the the fact that people will um go off on these wild tangents and because they these people were expecting um these deep philosophical rules um they were in, they were imposing that on their reviews they were saying if it does not qualify as these things and we we freely uh admit that it, like I said a little while ago, if it if it if it hits you in a different way than it hits us, that's perfectly fine. That's what is great about this medium is stories are going to affect people different ways, um, and that's the good thing about stories. You like different different books. Uh, you like different songs. Not everybody likes rap. Not everybody likes electronica. Not everybody likes classical. Everybody has their own thing that they like. The same is going to be there for um, anime. It's a visual medium. It's an in in it's entertainment. It's art. It's all these things all incorporated into one. And so yes, it's going to affect everybody differently. And that's the cool thing about it. It doesn't have to be Makoto Shinkai every freaking time. It doesn't have to be. Hayao Miyazaki every time. That's what we were arguing about with that um, that joke podcast when we were effectively parodying um, other podcasters. We were saying, guys, you don't have to hate everything. If you don't like it, stop watching. 
Yeah, I got a little heat with my comments about um, Isekai Cheat. And this idea that I didn't really feel like that show was going to have any sort of meaning other than wish fulfillment. And I got heat because it's like, well, it's just like Grudius, where he's going to eventually have this issue with him realizing that he's now hot. And it's like, well, that was technically uh, finally answered in this recent episode. It was just kind of like a shrug. Okay, I guess he knew. I don't know. Whatever. Um, again, it was another example of like, I just didn't really have any sort of attachment. So I'm not going to really see any deep meaning in every twist and turn. And again, I, I, I'm perfectly fine with people finding deep meaning in things i'm fine with people connecting to things that's why i've I, i've i've said countless times i'm happy people love tonikawa i'm never going to say that your your love of tonikawa is invalidated because i get bored watching it um and that's the case with anything like even when i even when i don't enjoy a show i say this that's what we always focus on here's the show here's what it's kind of presenting check it out are you going to is my review of that lacking that meaning going to have an effect to people probably but then they don't i mean there's plenty of sources well, out there somebody's gonna find somebody that says that every show out there is amazing find the other one you don't have to have us validate your opinion yeah. you are more than welcome to your opinion that you it is it is i love your opinion have your opinion you don't have to have us validate it and that was like one of the unfortunate things that i heard i think cheat skill is is a good show I have fun with it. I, I don't think it looks good all the time. I think the characters, <laughs> Ever. the art and character artwork, it looks fantastic. Um, the story is okay. I I just enjoy it. It's it's a fun show. Yeah, it's for fulfillment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I messed up my point. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I, a while back I, um, I was listening to... I don't know what it was. I don't even remember if it was a podcast or a live stream. I think it was a live stream or something like that. I was watching somebody for a while, and at some point, somebody claimed that they were a longtime fan of the person's content. And they said specifically, I, I wish that you would use your platform to at least give um, better credit to certain things. The person was mad that they weren't liking the thing that they liked. And they felt because this person they feel they've been following for a long time has a large audience that they owe it to the audience to point out that that content is actually really good. Like you are doing a disservice to your your viewers if you don't realize how much this is so great. I hope that I never get to that point. I hope that anybody that's listening to us, watching my content, uh, watching Chris's content whenever he gets on the videos... I hope that we never get to that point where somebody expects that we're going to see everything the way they see it, because we're never going to see that. My only promise that I typically give to people is that if I don't like your show, I'm not going to spend an hour bashing it and saying that anybody that likes this is an idiot. That's why we created uh, the Otaku Spirit anime cast was because I hate it. I got sick of hearing people literally make the fan base behind something feel like they're dumb. By saying if you enjoy this you must be a middle schooler only a child would find this writing good i'm fine with people not liking things i don't like when people say those that like this must be insert that's where you kind of go over the line for me i get really sick of it because i can i can say how night and day how much i don't like a show but i'm still going to tell you about it and i'm not going to say that you're stupid for liking it anyways 
So what's the original question? Is that, does that answer the question? We have no idea. Again, technically, I don't really have a context to it, so I can't... I even looked at my YouTube feed to see what videos I made before U149, which was before then. I don't know. He also said, should I eat my chopsticks or and use rice as a pillow in the night when I am hungry? I swear it's not a generated question. Sure. If that's what you wish to do, do that. So, you do you. Although I don't think that chopsticks probably tasty, and rice as a pillow would be a little soggy. Probably is it is it cooked rice or is it hard rice? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, they both kind of work. Probably be a little bit um, itchy. I probably well, actually go with the dry rice if it's clean. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that that would be a little bit kind of like lumpy and kind of scratchy type thing. Yeah. They they fan out. Maybe. You have that much in a batch, it fans out. Maybe. Yeah. Might poke through the, the fabric, depending on how still, many still, threads I, you have. I still think that the, the the chopsticks would probably be a really high in fiber and and probably would not taste good. Maybe if they made were out like of. eucalyptus, maybe. Depends on what they're made out of. I mean, they could be like just straight sticks, like actual sticks. Not that's plastic. what I'm saying. They they probably it wouldn't be, be all that it tasty. It could be and... um, could be porcelain. Well, they have porcelain. That would be sticks. a bad idea. Yeah. Please don't eat porcelain or metal chopsticks. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Anyways, um, at least we got one question done. Um, but yeah, keep them coming. We'll we'll get back to them eventually. But like I said before, I will probably end up doing a. We might do a review episode next week. And that'll be probably a what we're we thinking like we're thinking two right maybe three it might be it might be three three probably it might be three I've watched way too much stupid stuff <laughs> that I didn't find meaning in but don't um <laughs> just to end on a good note um but yeah that uh that'll be that'll be the coming weeks so hope you guys will be excited for that and then we'll go right into first impressions for gosh summer's coming excited yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. You heard it straight from his mouth. But we hope you guys enjoyed this discussion on the podcast episode. Uh, if you're on whatever platform you're on, make sure to hit a like. Uh, leave us five-star ratings. We love those five-star ratings. If you're going to put a four or lower, don't bother. Uh, but, yeah, we appreciate you guys for checking this out. Uh, also, again, tacospear.com. It's where all of our links are to ways to support us. Definitely pre- appreciate everybody that supports us through Patreon. Uh, tips link. We also have memberships on YouTube itself. Uh, this support is fantastic. We greatly appreciate everybody that supports the channel and everything. And with that said, uh, you'll have a fantastic week. Os.